the amount of scrutiny that he faced during that time. Like it was, that was, that was, a, that was a crazy time. So for him to be able to withstand that, you know, big old true pioneer of the game. And again, man, I just, I, I just feel like I'm all for play. I'm all for player mobility, all for that. Uh, again, you just got to look what we do. What we do sometimes, what I think what we do is with, with players in sports, it's not fantasy, man. It's not a fantasy world. It's a business, professional sports. These are private owned companies. This is a private corporation and each, you know, and in, in, in the corporation, they're private owned companies. So owners, GMs, they make the best decision for the team. Players need to make the best decision for themselves. A loyalty it's never been loyalty in sports. It's never been loyalty in sports. As a player, you should only be loyal to your family, um, the game that you love, and you know, and friends and, and friends and stuff like that. That's at the end of the day, you should be you should be loyal to <clears throat> fans. Yeah, of course. I mean, yeah, you can be loyal to the fans, but but fans have to, some fans have to understand is that it's a business. At the end of the day can't get mad at players for leaving for what let's, let's put put you, put yourself in their shoes right let's let's do a scenario say if uh say if you're the best employee at your job right nobody nobody's better than you you've been the best for seven years it's clear cut you're the best you're the best employee in your corporation you you're well known amongst all the other uh stores and jobs in in the city, in the country. Everybody knows you. Everybody knows you. Everybody knows who you are. The corporation, after seven years, you look at it, you're like, man, like, have they really put other great employees around us in order to make, you know, this corporation great and successful in order for us to compete for, for multiple years so we won't continue to get beat by other our competitors? You You look at that. Then you you see, hey, listen, yo, you see your boys, you and your friends are also uh, free agents that have an opportunity to, you know, team up, so you guys could be successful and, and form a and form an empire. You're not gonna do that. You can still be competitive. I mean, you're not gonna you're not losing competition. You, the, the same goal is, is in mind. It's just now you're doing what you want. Like I'm gonna go play with my bros. Again, it's, it's it's a different time. It's just it's just a very different time. You, you're not you're not you're not. So what you're gonna do is you're gonna let that company continue to keep you for multiple years, waste your time, pretty much. And for, for what? For, for because of what? Because of loyalty? Because listen, they lay you off in any at any moment. No questions. Out. Hey, listen, man, uh, man. Sorry to tell you, bro. We're gonna we're gonna have to lay you off. Well, wait, wait. I've been here. I've been here for seven years. What? what I can't. It's no. It's no. Nah, I'm, I'm sorry, man. Just it's tough, and we just had to let somebody go. I know you're great for us, but just got to let you go, DeRozan. That's not. That's not just like you know the the Margan traded. So players, man, it's a business at the end of the day. But what the teams do, they try to sell loyalty to the fans and try to make it look like the players are bad. And they're not. They're doing the same exact thing the teams are doing. They've, they, you know, they're these players are smart. They're smarter than last year's generation in terms of that move. In terms of that, 
I don't I really don't think the, the the OG players back in the day really thought about that. You could say, yeah, they didn't think about doing it because they wanted to compete. Okay. But maybe they also didn't really just I don't know if they really thought about just deciding to or or think it was possible. It may not have been possible back then. And maybe some of the OG players are a little jealous of 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 the current players in the NBA. Which is why you see a lot of the a lot of those guys, you know, throw shade at these guys, and, and I don't th- I don't think it's I don't think that's cool. I don't think that's there's no need to throw shade. There's no need to throw shade. There's no need to throw shade at those guys. They just they want to do what's best for them. And like I said, I am not mad at them. And like I said, you're doing that too, man. If you had the opportunity to go, com- still compete, still compete with the top companies in the world, but you could also you could also be with your boys. You're telling me you're not you're not jumping on that opportunity. Or you're gonna, or you're just gonna continue to stay at the job you're at, and and still stay stagnant. Yeah, you're gonna be good. Yeah, you're gonna be all right. You're still gonna be one of the, one of the top companies here and there. You know, four or five C, but four or five company. <laughs> but you're not going anywhere. So yeah, I'm a yeah, I'm a I'm gonna go team up with my boys. If I know all my boys is great and 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 nobody can stop us, and we got and we got the best chance to be number one. You're not you're not gonna jump on that opportunity for what because of what because of loyalty they just they just laid my boy off yesterday it's a cold world all right next question how does boogie fit with the four other all-stars yeah <laughs> perfect <laughs> i mean like again like he's gonna get so many easy shots so many easy shots it's not even it's not even it's not even funny man just the way they play they move the ball so well the ball doesn't stop that's what makes them so dangerous that's what makes them so dangerous man um and you can't duplicate what golden state does you can't try to copy them because their best shooters are their best players so you can't run them off the three point line and make them dribble because they you know clay you know clay could play off the dribble curry Steph, Draymond as well. Now Draymond is not the scorer like the other four in the starting five, but he has the he has the IQ and the ability the ability to play make and get those guys involved. And also, you know, defensively he's obviously, you know, great. So the Marcus is gonna get so many easy buckets. Probably this is gonna be the easiest buckets he's ever gonna get. Period. <laughs> it's gonna be fun. It's, it's gonna be fun to watch. It's gonna be interesting to see how they play, and I, 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 I he's gonna be the third best. He's gonna he's gonna average the third. He's gonna he's gonna average the third most points on the team. It's gonna be KD, Curry, and, and Demarcus for sure. I think, and then Clay probably being that, you know, seventeen, eighteen range, and then and, and like and like I just said, Draymond's never been a scorer, so. He, he he doesn't care about that. So you know, people trying to say that he's the fourth option. He's not. He's not the fourth option. Isn't he, people trying to say that he's the fourth option. Excuse me. He's not the fourth option. Can't be the fourth option. You can't be the fourth option. You're the third best player on the team. So, and again, they're going to throw the ball to him in the post. He's going to play a lot with the second unit. And again, what makes him so dangerous is you don't even really need a second unit when you got five guys like that. You could you could have two two or three of those guys play with the second unit, and it's not. And that's just that looks like a starting lineup. <laughs> I 
that's what makes them so dangerous, man. I'm telling you, man. Like, ah, man, I, I still, I still can't believe no team picked that man up. I really, I really don't understand it. It really doesn't make sense to me. So he was, yeah, he was like, all right, cool, man. I'm gonna go play with the Dubs, <laughs> man. They're gonna be, they're gonna be so, they're gonna be so dumb. And he could say fresh, man. Come playoff time, it will. Now, now I'll say this though: come playoff time, it's not going to be a cakewalk. Yes, they will win the finals, but it's not going to be a cake. It's not going to be easy. Like the the at the end of the day, the Rockets not is not a tough. It's not an easy out. The Lakers won't be an easy out. I I feel like OKC won't be an easy out. I like Utah. They just don't have enough stars to to really compete with the the other teams I just mentioned. That's why I, I I just I I don't put them there. But they're they are very. They're a great team. They they play great defense and they're exceptionally well coached. So they're going to be there. They just don't have the stars yet. Mitchell's great. Gobert's Gobert's a very good player as well, but he's not. He can't create his own shot. So most I mean, maybe Grayson Allen has a, one of those crazy. We'll see. But right now, even 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 still, I think that they just don't have enough stars. So I feel like you know Rockets, Lakers, Thunder. They're going to give OKC. You know, the most challenge, and it's, it's going to be. It is going to be different. It is going to be. There is going to be some difficulty, but at the end of the day, it's going to be tough for any team to beat those guys four times. And that's really what it is. Like that's how I look at it. Like, are they going to be able to beat Golden State four times? No, no. Now, if, if Demarcus wasn't there, okay, I think that. It, it would be, it would be, it would be some, it would be some discussions, especially how how Houston played against them last year, and they were up three two without CP three, and, and Harden, and you add Melo to the fold, it would have been different. But I mean, that's not the case. You know, Cousins is there, so it's it, they have no answer for that. No, no team has an answer, has an answer for that in the NBA. So yeah, they're, they're right there. And oh, real fast, oh, let me talk about. I didn't, I didn't get to talk about about the Rockets real fast with Melo. Great, great pickup, great pickup. Melo is Melo's not even close to washed. Melo's not even close. To, he's not. He's not done. I feel like he has a lot left in the tank. People trying to compare him and Wade. Nope, I don't see it. I don't see it. He's gonna play. He's gonna play well in the Rockets. He's gonna play well in the Rockets. They play a lot of they play ISO ball. And that's 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 been Melo his whole entire career. <laughs> so I don't get why people really try to downplay this move. Melo's been an ISO player his whole entire career. Now he's playing with two other ISO guys. But those two other ISO guys are great playmakers as well. So you you have that with the shooting. People sleeping on the James Enos pickup. He's a very good wing defender. Very good replacement for for Ariza and uh, Mabahamute. Play for the Grizzlies. You're, you're not starting on the Grizzlies if you don't play defense. Uh, just just watch a couple of videos of him. You know, uh, playing defense on some on some elite guys on Harden last year gave Harden some issues. Definitely made a challenger for Harden. Had to take some you know heavily contested shots. You know he's I mean he could he's great. So you're not gonna you know lock him down. But he did make it, he did definitely make it tough. And and that's what you need to do against if you want to compete and try to beat Golden State. You need athletic wings to switch. Like you you don't want you don't want any mismatches. 
you know, any mismatches. And honestly, Houston exploits a lot of mismatches on pick and roll on picks. Capella sets the screen, and then you got now you got the big man on Chris Paul and James Harden. Uh, they exploit that all the time. It's a mismatch. They either gonna go to the paint or or do some or do some dribble moves on you, break you down, pull up in your grill, or if you come for the help, kick out to the kick out to the shooters. And and again, Melo, same same thing like I talked about with Demarcus playing the Golden State. He's gonna be, he's, a lot of his men is gonna come in the sec with the second unit. He's gonna be nah. He's not gonna. He's not coming off the bench, but I, I really feel like what D'Antoni is gonna do is have him play with the second unit, and he that's where he can, he's gonna get a lot more of his touches, and he's gonna be able to continue to be into be in a rhythm throughout the game. And once the later minutes of the once the later minutes of the game present itself, is it's not he's not off. There's not there's not any. He's not struggling. That that happened a lot last year, in, in OKC. Uh, Billy Donovan did not do that. Um, he did not have Melo play with the second unit and uh, and keep him, you know, you keep you know keep keep the rhythm going because you know at at this point Melo Melo's still a dominant player in the post, still tough to stop him. What they did in OKC, try to make him a three point shooter. He's not a three point shooter. They try to make him a spot up guy. It's not his game. It's not that's not his game. Be, and they lack they they lack three point shooting in the Thunder. They lack three point shooting so much. They needed somebody to to fill that role, and that was the role he played last year. It was just a bad fit. Melo's not bad. Melo's not. He's not bum. He's not a bum. He's not trash. Um, yeah, he's thirty five, but I, I I watched him play. He still he he still he still he still could get average twenty points in the NBA. He still could average twenty points in the NBA. Like right, let's 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 stop. Let's let's stop trying to disrespect that man. <laughs> he could he could still average twenty in the A. And he, he 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 could very well average twenty, maybe probably get like nineteen, maybe nineteen, twenty points. But Melo's Melo's fine. Melo's fine. He's he's not he's not even close. He's not even it's not even close. I don't think he's close to the end. I'd be shocked if he had a bad year. I'd really be shocked if he had a bad year in Houston. I really feel like I feel like he should have went there last year. I always I felt like that was the best team for him. What was Houston? I, I was I, I was shocked when he decided to go to OKC. For, again, for the simple fact, again, because they didn't have any shooting. Robinson can't shoot, and that's that's what he needs to work on. He needs to work on his three point shooting and his free throws, because floor spacing matters. You got to be able to knock down just a couple threes, just knock down just you know two maybe you know, two or three threes, keep the defense honest. Because at the end, because when I'm what I'm doing on Robinson, I'm I'm, I'm sagging off, period. I'll go double Russell and PG. If he can't shoot, cool. What's, what's the point of me playing up on him if he can't shoot? That makes no sense. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna make sure I'm gonna go double and help my man that's guarding Westbrook and Paul George. So, hey man, hey man, like yeah, Melo, Melo still got it. Melo still got it. Don't sleep. All right, fourth quarter. New king in the East. Man, LeBron dominated Eastern Conference for so long. Eight straight finals. Wow. It's it was uh what a run. What a run. What a run. Um obviously they didn't win it every year, but it was it was it was it was still it's still a it's still in a, a, a very um I'm trying to find the word. 
it's it's still a phenomenal accomplishment, man. Like to to do that eight straight years, not easy, not easy. People try to people try to downplay it and say talk about the how weak the Eastern Conference is. Yeah, it it, it wasn't it wasn't as competitive as the West. Sure, you could say that, but still, man, with injuries and just a lot of things that happened in the NBA. For him to still eight straight years, come on, man. You can't hit on that. One, three, hey. Hey, man. Listen, man. You go eight straight times. It's not it's not it's not guaranteed. It's not guaranteed you win eight in a row. Eight in a row. And they looked at look at the teams he went up went up against. It's not like he went up against trash teams. Like the one the, the game, the series against the Mavericks, I will say. That that that's his real one like blemish, but you have Spurs, Spurs, OKC, Golden State. I mean, let's let's not act there. We people try to people try to act like like you know LeBron lost to, to trash teams and in, in, um, in those finals. Yeah, yeah, getting swept does look bad. It does. I'm not gonna lie, it looks really bad. It does look bad. I, I didn't, and I'm not gonna lie, I really didn't like, I didn't like that, but. I really, I knew it was gonna happen. <laughs> I knew I knew they were gonna get swept, but I just I just don't like I just don't like the last series of basketball to end so quick, end in ten days, end in you know less than yeah, less than that. I don't like that. I don't like that. Um, this year def- will definitely be. I feel like it will definitely be different. Even though I do feel like Golden State will come out and and win, but I, I think it'll, I think it possibly go six games. With this team I'm about to mention, number one team in the East, now that LeBron is gone, I feel like I feel like it definitely has to be um, the Celtics. You look at their squad, they have the young core and, and Brown and Tatum. Tatum is just it's just elite, man. Just rookie his, his rookie year for him to play like that. It, it, it's crazy. It's crazy. The handle he's put to me. I, to me, I compare him. He's, he's Kyrie in a small forward body. That's 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 the that's the comparison I give him. Like he got all the moves. Cannot stop him. Cannot stop him. He's already unguardable in this in this year too. Very scary. Hayward gonna have a lot to prove, man. He's gonna be ready to go, ready to go. And people sleep on Hayward and try to make it seem like he's a bad. He's not even close to a bad player. Yeah, the injury was the injury was horrific, and I'm glad that he's recovered. But he, I mean, he remember let's 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 remember when he was in Utah before he before he went to Boston. They won a playoff series, and he, and he won. And he was in All Star game. So that that was that's that's for me. That's what I look at. Um. That that's what I look at. You can't you can't. He didn't play last year, so you have to look at what he did with the last thing he did. That was the last thing he did, and that's pretty good in the Western Conference. Again, like I said, so and, and that year that was his best year. He had his best year that year. Worked out with Kobe in that, during that off season. He took his game to another level, and he's going to take his game to another level again this year. He's going to prove why. The uh, he's one of the top players in the NBA. He, I'm rooting for him as well. Also rooting for my guy Kyrie, New Jersey, St. Patrick's, East Coast love, um, championship pedigree, clutch, very clutch. I'm happy for him too. He he 
proved a lot of doubters wrong. Everybody thought that he, you know, the, I don't want to say everybody, but people in the media, why did he leave LeBron? And um, he'll never, he'll never be great with LeBron without, without LeBron. Crazy, crazy. Anybody, anybody that thought that crazy, there's no way you could watch the games and think, oh yeah, well, he's not going to be good on any other team. That's crazy. <laughs> people were really saying that. People were really saying that, that he wasn't going to be good. The, re- the reason why that it was su- they were successful was because of Kyrie and LeBron. And LeBron. Like, when they beat Golden State, like, LeBron was scoring 40 and Kyrie was scoring 40. It wasn't like LeBron was just carrying them, bro. Kyrie was getting buckets, for sure. And we already know about the, the shot. So, that really that, there's no point in even bringing that up. So Kyrie's a dog. He's a beast. They're gonna be they're gonna be nasty in the in these conference finals. They're gonna have the first seed. I definitely see them winning 65, 66 games. Uh, that that looks that looks like that looks definitely uh, something that they're gonna do. Second seed, second seed. I got the Raptors. Got the Raptors, man. Like I said in the pregame, they got a nice start. They got a nice starting five. The best second unit in the, in the NBA, Kawhi, best two, best two way player in the NBA. You add that you add that to the equation. They won fifty nine games last year. I don't see why they don't they don't stay right there. Fifty eight, you know, fifty eight, sixty some some odd games. Now, yeah, of course the they I feel like the East has gotten a lot better. And that's the thing about the Eastern Conference too. People try to say it's weak. People try, try to say it's bad. People try to downplay it. Not I don't I don't I don't they're not trash. The East is not trash. They're just they're just a lot of the young a lot of the players that are in the East, they're young. And a lot of the teams they have young cores and they're inexperienced. That's all it is. Like the Bulls. I like what the Bulls did. Love the Jabari move. That was a great move. They have a they have a nice young core now with Levine, Jabari, um, Markinen, Wendell Carter Jr. I like that core. Look at the heart. I think people try to people try to disrespect Trey Young. Trey Young's going to be a very good player. As I think he's going to be a very good player in the NBA because his not just not the shooting, his ability uh, to make plays and be a, a be a passer. He he also led the um, the nation in assists as well, not just scoring. People people forget that. Um, John Collins again, like I said, they're going to need a couple more pieces to kind of you know create that young core. But I like I like them. Orlando. I like Gordon. I like Isaac. I like uh, Mo Bamba. That's a nice young core. I think Charlotte. Charlotte has a, Charlotte has some nice young players. I like Malik Monk. I like Bacon. I like Miles Bridges. So again, it's just that it's not they're not they're not trash. They're just young. So once once they once they figure it out, once they continue to gain experience, and and like like the other teams, like some of those other teams, they don't have the they don't have the star players paired up with them. They don't have that, so it's going to take some time. But they're definitely they're, the East is definitely not weak. The East is definitely on the rise. Knicks as well. Don't sleep on the Knicks. They're, they they've made they finally made the right some right some very good basketball decisions. Got Phil up out of there. Yeah, I salute Phil for for being there when they drafted Porzingis. Like he wasn't scout, he wasn't going to Latvia scouting games. Like them, like Phil Jackson is seventy plus years old. He wasn't going to Latvia scouting games. Like let's let's just keep it let's keep it a stack. I, I give credit to Steve Mills, the president now, 
I give him a lot of credit for for drafting Porzingis. Then you get then you get a guy like Scott Perry, very good GM. Now you got guys that actually know basketball, know how to win. Then you bring David Fisdale there. Yeah, he messed up a little bit. And and um and Memphis with the Gasol situation, but he learned from that. And now he's gonna be now he's now he has a another uh beast big man in Porzingis. They got some nice young pieces as well. Nelakina, Knox played great in the summer league. Porzingis is only twenty three. Mitchell Robinson could be the steal of this year's draft. So again, just be just be patient. I feel like the East will definitely it, it, the the gap the gap is still the West. Obviously, the gap is still there, but it it, it will. I think in a, in a couple years, it will definitely uh, even out and create a little bit more parity in the league. Especially, and I also I also feel like some some of the players in the West now will go East. I think they will go East and do exactly what I just said. Go to the go to a couple of these teams that just need an all-star or two to, to complement the young core and create success. That's that, that would be, that would be the formula. I see, I see Jimmy, I see guys like Jimmy may possibly going, to, going back to the East. I see, I mean, people trying to say him and Kyrie, we'll see, we'll see, but I do see play. I do see some players that are in the West right now going East and, and, and starting something over there. Okay. So, so yeah, back, I went off, I went off tangent a little bit. All right. So third seed, Third seed, I have the the Sixers again, and I like Philadelphia's team. They bring Corver back. Corver, Corver, when uh, he was on the Sixers, when the AI was there, he was he was a young guy. That was always he always had the he always had the scat, always had the ratty. That was a great pickup. Now it's him and and Redick, and Corver is a better three point shooter than Bellinelli, even though Bellinelli played great for them. Um, for the latter half of the season and and throughout the playoffs, but Corver's better. Corver's a better shooter, no doubt. And he's gonna get he's he's gonna get the same. He's gonna get a lot of open looks like he did on the Cavs, probably even more now because of the system they play. Oh, um, in Philadelphia, they move the ball a lot. It's not just it's not just LeBron driving kick. So uh, they, they're gonna do, they're gonna play. They're gonna be great. A lot of people sleeping on Markel Fultz. He's not not even close to a bust. Not even close. Everybody's trying to call this man a bust. Let me ask you this, right? So say, say I start, say I start a job. I, I like I like using a job because it's really this is it's, it's a job. Like the NBA is a job. So say you start, I start my job, and I have a my first year, and I don't I don't really have the year I want, and and I, and I struggle, and I, I don't play that great. Does that mean that? For the rest of my time at my job, I'm gonna be terrible. No. So why why does that why is that always the case when it comes to athletes, NBA players? I never understood that. I never understood why people are so quick to call somebody a bus after one year. Honestly, I don't even I don't even know when the. It's tough. It's tough to when when it's when when you when it's the right time to call somebody a bus. It's honestly really tough. Because you look at like again, you look at Oladipo. Oladipo went what fourth in that draft, and he struggled. He like he got traded. Like you don't see lottery picks get traded like that. So it took it took time, and then you know he had he had a breakout year. So you just never know. It's just really it's really up to the player how you know how bad they want to be great. I think Markel wants to be great. I like his I like his uh, motto. I like his uh, his slogan, "Faithful to the grind." I like that. So that means he's putting work in, and. 
He's gonna prove a lot of the, all these doubters wrong. He deserved to go number one. Let's keep it. Let's keep it a hundred because we keep it a hundred on this podcast. In that draft last year, before the season started, the the two the, the two players everyone talked about were Fultz and Ball. So I don't I don't get it. I don't get how so quickly you could automatically just try to discredit this guy and try to say that he's not gonna be good. He he, he was NBA ready. He had he he has an NBA game. He's extremely athletic extremely athletic and the shot will come he was he, i didn't again i didn't even know the shoulder injury was that crazy to the point where he had to he lost his entire i didn't know i didn't even know it was that crazy to where his form changed like that that was shocking to me but again he's improving he's getting better i like what they i like what they're doing he's going to be their second option offensively in terms of points i feel like it's going to be Embiid. I'll say, and I'll say third. I'll say, I'll say third. I'll say third. But in terms of scoring, scoring wise, you go, you'll definitely see that he'll, he's definitely the second best scorer. Se- definitely the second best scorer on the team. Um, but uh, yeah, they they have a very good team. I like the Wilson Chandler pickup. Very good wing defender. That that so that I don't know what they're gonna do. I think they should. I think Covington will probably come off the bench. I think that'll probably be better for him. Uh, he took he, he didn't he didn't play that great against the Celtics. So Wilson Chandler is a very good player. Again, a lot of people, a lot of, again, West Coast, we don't really watch. I'm on the East Coast, and I, I you know, I, I, I saw a lot of Denver games, but Wilson Chandler's always been a good player. Even, even when he was on the Knicks, he was a good player. And, and, all, these, and all these guys that work out with Chris Brickley, they all play well. And he's definitely, he's one of those guys. With, <laughs> I mean, J.R. struggled, but J.R. <laughs> still good, though. He's still good. But, um. Yeah, yeah. Wilson Chandler, great, great pickup. Great wing defender can score and create his own shot, and that's exactly what they needed. That's exactly what they needed as Simmons develops his shot and starts to get more comfortable in in that uh, in that aspect of his game. Just put some more shooters and scorers around him because he's going to set them up. So Philadelphia, third seed, fourth seed, got the Pacers. They look good. They look very good. Love, love, Ty, love the Tyreek pickup. That was a great pickup for them. That was a, that was a very good pickup for them. Another, another facilitator, another playmaker to complement Oladipo. Because you look at when they play went up against the Cavs, that's what they lacked. Uh, if Oladipo was, really wasn't playing that well, was was struggling, who was going to be that other guy to create their own shot? They didn't have that. Now you have that. Now I feel like the X factor of that team, Miles Turner. And I'm very, I'm very optimistic. I think he's going to have a breakout season. He changed his physique. I think he did the. Uh, I think he worked out with the same trainer Oladipo worked out with last year. So, if he if he plays well, because he was, I mean, in that, in that series against the Cavs, Love Love was was just, you know, Love was getting physical with him, and Love's not even like that. So, <laughs> Love's not even don't even get me started with Kevin Love. But Love's not even like that. So. I think now I think he's I think he learned from that situation and he's gonna be a very good player as well. I think that's gonna be their core. Oladipo, Evans, and and Turner. Got still got young, still got Bayanovich. I like Aaron Holiday. All the holidays play defense. They're good. All the holiday brothers every single one of the holiday holiday brothers, excuse me, play well. So that was that was great that was a great uh pickup for them in the draft. Yeah. Pacers, fourth seed. Fifth seed I got the Wizards, and honestly, man, I, I was I was conflicted. I, I 
uh, I had no problem putting the Wizards the fourth seed. It's just I was just so impressed with how, how Indiana played and how well they played defensively as well. But I got the Wizards with the fifth seed. And and if and if this and if this really does play out, that's going to be a great first round, uh, great first round matchup. Dwight played well last year in Charlotte, uh, sixteen and thirteen. This is the best backcourt he's ever played with, easily. Otto Otto Porter Junior. Um, Otto Porter Junior is there. They got some other nice young pieces. Kelly Oubre Junior. They got some pretty good wing defenders, wing players that can knock down shots. They, Scott Brooks, what's up, man? It's on you now. I mean, Scott Brooks got to be one of the most fortunate NBA coaches of all time. You had, you had Harden, KD, and Russ. Didn't win anything. Now you got Wall, Bill, Porter Jr. You, I mean, they're not. They're you, you guys. He's he's been for very fortunate to be to coach some talented guys. There's a lot of coaches in the NBA. That I'm sure that would pray to have those, that type of talent on their roster. And he, I mean, they, they haven't done anything since he's been the head coach. I think this is his last year as well. And and in the later podcast, we'll talk about uh, OKC. Just ha, we'll talk about we'll talk about that in a in a later podcast. But uh, yeah, big it's a big 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 time year for Scott Brooks, man. I feel like if he doesn't get it done. This is it. That's it for him. Six seed. I got Detroit. A lot of people. I'm, I've been looking at some um, some people's lists of their, their top eight. A lot of people don't have the Pistons. I think the Pistons are going to make the playoffs this year. Got Reggie Jackson. Uh, like I like Stanley Johnson. He could potentially be the X factor on that team. I think they. He actually. He. He. They, he needs to improve this year in order for them to make the playoffs. I think if he has a big year. They're gonna be they're gonna be very good. You pair that up with that dominant front court they got with Blake and Drummond. Dwayne Casey, the head coach, extremely motivated to go out there and prove uh why Toronto made a mistake in firing him. I mean, he was the head coach when they won fifty nine games. His model's always been about defense, so you know they're gonna bring that. And at the end of the day, if you play defense and you got some you got some guys in there offensively, you got some offensive stars, and that's definitely in Blake and Drummond. I don't see why they. I don't see why they. They're not going to be in the playoffs. Uh, I like their chances. I really do like their chances. I got them for the six seed, seven seed. I got the Bucks. I like the Boonhoser pickup. Very good coach, former assistant coach for the Spurs. Again, that system, how they play, ball movement, great, phenomenal. That's going to be great for Giannis because that that would, that would take his game to a whole another level. Now he could be able to become a playmaker now and 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 create and get guys open in the post. Or you know, at the key on the wing, wherever. I know Boonholzer is going to put him in great places, and um, you know, Boonholzer really didn't have that type of opportunity in uh, in Orlando. He didn't have the talent. Now he has a he has a a great player. I, I feel like in in five years, Giannis Giannis will be the best player in the NBA, for sure, for sure. I I think he would be the number one player in the NBA in five years. But like when LeBron when LeBron's done, it will be Giannis. You know, Embiid. Simmons, I honestly feel like B.I. and Ball be in that discussion. Maybe Kuzma, we'll see. I, we'll see. But Giannis, for sure, two-way ability. He doesn't even have a shot. Doesn't even have um. Once he continues to work on his jump shot, he because he has a nice form. It's, it's, it's there. So once he continues to improve on that, it's over. It's over. 
it, it's it's a wrap. So I got the Bucks with the seventh seed. We'll see. We'll see. Excuse me. And then looking at it right now. All right, I got the Hornets, eighth seed. I just, I just, I just, I looked at their roster. I, I like their roster, man. I, I really do. I really like their roster. You got Kemba there. I think Malik Monk is going to have a very good year in year two. I like Miles Bridges. Very athletic. I like his game. Goes to the baskets. Uh, was, I was watching him in the summer. I was just watching him, uh, his highlights, uh, free dunking highlights. Um, from the summer league, he was he was killing. He was, he was unstoppable. And he's, you know, 6'8", muscle. He was very good. Got the shot. The shot is down. Lefty. He's gonna be a yeah, he's gonna be a good player in the NBA for sure. He's gonna be a good player. You can see that just the way he plays. He's gonna be very dominant. Um, then you got you know Kaminsky still there, Zeller still there. They picked up Biombo, Bismack Biombo in that in that deal with Orlando. So that was a good that was a good pickup for for losing Dwight. So they really don't lose a lot in the middle defensively. I I like I like Charlotte. I see what Jordan's doing. I like the Tony Parker pickup. Get some get some veteran guys in there. Some get some guys in there with some championship pedigree. Kind of teach these young guys or teach these guys that really haven't had a lot of success in the playoffs. Teach them how to win. Give them that type of uh, exposure and and knowledge and and wisdom. Um, I like Batum. I think Batum is going to come back and play well. I guess I I, can't, I see why Parker went there because they have that they have that French connection. They played. They played on the French national team for for years, so I, I feel like that's why he really went there. It was more, it was a um, very comfortable um, with that move. Batum, very good two way player. I, I, yo, Batum, man, he was. I don't when he was on Trailblazers, he was good. I don't. I guess injuries, injuries, and I, I don't know what happened to him, man. Ever since he signed that deal with with, with the Hornets, but and in Portland, he was very good. He was he was a very good player, so uh, we'll see if he could get back to that. Um, Michael K. Gilchrist has always has always been the shot for him. It's always been that shot, and but defensively, still still a great player. He's still young too, so he, you you just never know. I like Dwayne Bacon, Marvin uh, Marvin Williams is still there. Charlotte, Charlotte for the AFC, Charlotte for that AFC. All right, next question. Who is the best player in the East now that LeBron is gone? Man, I actually did, actually wrote down my top 10 players in the in the Eastern Conference. And here it goes. Uh, I got one, Kawhi, two, Giannis, three, Kyrie, four, Joel Embiid, five, John Wall, Six, Chris Pass Porzingis. Seven, Oladipo. Eight, Gordon Hayward. Nine, Jason Tatum. And ten, Ben Simmons. And I mean, nine and ten, it's a toss up. I just like, I just really like, I really like Tatum's game for me. That's really what it's about. It's not, it's not saying that uh, I think that Simmons is trash or anything like that. I just like, I like Tatum's game. Like, again, like I said, he's Kyrie in a small forward's body. And he has that type of mentality. Like, we dunked on LeBron and gave him the little shoulder bump. I was like, okay, yeah, he's, he's going to be here for a while. And he's going to be dominant. So uh, that's, why I, that's, why I, that's why I have him over 
over Ben. And then when they went head to head, he, he Tatum outplayed them. Period. So that's why that's why I gave Tatum the, the edge. Yeah, I feel like I feel like this is this is a you know I feel like it's a good list. It's a good list. And again, I, I, I saw some I saw some other lists out there that didn't have Gordon Hayward in the top ten. That's crazy to me. That's crazy to me. Yes, he got hurt, but I, I don't look at I don't see injury as a reason why they're not going to be. I mean, I, I just I, I don't I don't look at injury that way, especially in today's age with with science and way medicine has advanced. It's it's a different time again. You, if we look at games, just we just look at how they play. Gordon Hayward is definitely a top ten player in the Eastern Conference. How can you not be a top ten player in the Eastern Conference? Um, it doesn't make it doesn't make sense why people would have him not have him on that list. But yeah, that, that's the top ten. That's that's my top ten. I feel like you know Wall was four, but you know he dropped a little bit after after seeing how dominant Embiid is and how. Uh, how great of a player he, he is and what he will be. I definitely had to put him before. I feel like, and I have Oladipo over, over Hayward just because, just because of last year, right? And just how well Oladipo played. But obviously, right, obviously Hayward is a better player right now. But um, I think Oladipo was eventually will will surpass him, and that's why I just put him there. Just that's why I just put him right above Hayward because I do think he will be that guy um, for the future. Porzingis, listen, uh, injury as well, but I feel like he's he's coming back hungry. Just watched his uh, his documentary on his uh, YouTube channel on his road to recovery and coming back. He's he's going to be ready to go, and now you know they got some talent around him now. So interested to see how they play. With uh, with Fisdale as a coach, so yeah, that's, that's it. And then of course, you know, before the trade, I had Giannis number one, but you know, with Kawhi there, it's it's not even it's not even discussion. And then just how how I look, how how I judge, how I judge my players, and I'll do my top ten players in the NBA real soon. But how I look at it is, I look at two way ability. And it's a forward-driven. And at the end of the day, people say it's a people say it's, it's a guard league. I say it's a forward league, man. I say it's, it's a forward and it's a forward league. Forwards, if you have if you have versatile forwards on your team, it, it, it just it just helps it just helps the game, man. You have a guy out there that could you know stretch the floor, play one through five. It's tough to go wrong with that. And then, I mean, I'll just, I'll just, I'll just do the top four in the, in the A. You look at LeBron, KD, Kawhi, AD. All of those guys do exactly what I just said. Playmake. People try to downplay LeBron's defense. I think that had a lot to do with the, the load he had offensively last year. I, he's still a great defender. Uh, Kawhi, great two-way. They're all forwards. All of those guys are forwards. And then the, that's my top four. And then, and then, yeah, you could put. Then you could go Curry, Westbrook, Harden. Then you could, then you could go there. But I feel like forward. If you have a forward in the league that could guard almost every position, and and just and, and play make and and be dominant offensively as well, that's dangerous. That's dangerous. So that's why that's why I have guys like that's why I have Kawhi Giannis over Kyrie. That's it. It's not that they're light years better. It's just that 
you know, measurables do still matter in the NBA. And they have that match with match with the same type of offensive and offensive game and just and just they're still very good. They're still good offensively, plus the size and plus the ability to defend. That's why I got those guys over Kyrie. Um, but yeah, that's my top ten in the Eastern Conference. Last question. And I talked about it a little bit. Kyrie and Jimmy to the Knicks. Do you see it happening? And what would that do for New York basketball? Uh, it would be it would be great for, for New York basketball if uh, Kyrie and Jimmy pull up. Uh, that starting lineup would be crazy. Kyrie, Jimmy, Knox, Porzingis, and and Mitchell Robinson. That uh, I'd put them top three in the Eastern Conference. Straight up, straight up. But uh, a lot has to happen. A lot has to happen. I mean, and I, I, I like to fantasize, and that that'd be great for the Garden. That'd be great for the city of New York. I would definitely try to catch as many Knicks, Knicks games as possible. But I mean, like, why would Kyrie leave the Celtics? Like, they're, they're the best situation, unless he really wants to go play in New York. And let's let's look at it. Let's let's look at the four teams that he looked at. When he wanted to get traded and he went out of Cleveland, Boston was not that was was not a team. It was the Knicks, the Timberwolves, the Spurs, and the Heat. So <laughs> next year's <laughs> next year is gonna be crazy. Next year's free agency is gonna be even more crazy than this year. Wow, it's gonna be crazy. The amount of the amount of talent that's that are gonna be free agents next year. Crazy. Uh but yeah, do I, do I see them playing together? I, I, have they talked? I'm sure they've talked about it. I'm sure they talked about it. They, they've been boys for for a very long time. If they team up and go to New York, man, that's that'd be great. That'd be great. It, it'll be it'll be tough to see. Nilla, I don't know what happens with Nilakina and, and Hardaway. Obviously, those guys would be the the two guys that that wouldn't be on the team. <laughs> but uh, man, that would make New York basketball. The best it's it's been since <laughs> in my lifetime. Let's just put it that way. <laughs> Let's just put it that way, man. But yeah, that that wraps up the fourth quarter, man, guys. Uh, almost or almost at two hours, man. I just feel like I had to get I had to get everything off my chest, man. I've been holding all this in and been trying to get all these episodes out, and I've just been failing and trial and error but listen man this is this this is the beginning episode one like i said in the intro if you guys want if you guys any have any questions any topics that you want me to talk about or if you want to be on the show follow me follow me on instagram at for the love pod on twitter at for the love pod and also go like my facebook page man for the love of the game and and uh, follow my personal page too uh, on, on IG, CJ versus the world. First episode NBA talk. <sighs> yeah, it's it's wild. It was, it was a wild summer this year, and um, I can't I can't wait. I cannot wait until the season starts. So, and 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 again for for this podcast, we're going to be talking about we're going to be covering NFL, baseball, we cover a lot of sports. So be on the lookout for my all NFL 32 preview where I'm going to be looking at 
different teams, the, every every single NFL team, and talking about them. So look out for that. Look out for some other things that I got going on, man. Again, man, I'm so happy and grateful that I was able to start this and get this thing going. And you will definitely hear more from me and hear more from also my the, the rest of my team. And I can't wait to to get them on episodes and have them as future guests as well. And uh, I gotta work on I gotta work on saying uh and and um <laughs> I work on outcome of time, man. But thank you guys so much. It's been a pleasure. For the love of the game, we out.